0: What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, you busy entrepreneur, you, helping you simplify and create better videos for your business and just really create a deeper connection with your audience using videos. So if that's something up your alley, let's jump right into today's message. What is up entrepreneurs and welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast, episode number 26 with me, your hostess with the mostess, Diana Gladney. And I am so pumped and excited to be talking about our message today, man. Life has been different, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like life has not is it's been no freaking joke, right? Like it is different uh, as you would hear me say constantly as a joke like on my Instagram stories or even here on the podcast, like it's hard out here in these streets. That was not like meant for me. like it's not hard for me. like I'm not even out in any streets, but <laughs> it's hard for somebody else and literally now it's like a lot of people is like, oh man, it's hard out here in these streets. but thankfully, that is not my testimony. So <laughs> literally been turning down clients, just like, since this whole thing kicked off, you know, needing to make sure I give myself the balance that I need to be able to breathe and not be working. Cause it's like, I did not create my company. So I had a job. I created my company so I could have a business and, you know, earn myself back time and be able to have more freedoms and liberties. Like all of us wanted and to be able to, you know, do our passion and the thing that we love more in a full-time capacity. So, you know, here we are now, you know, in a couple months into this, uh, coronavirus thing. And it's just like, I think we're at a place now, um, as a society, like everybody recognizes how this is impacting things, whether you are kind of like more of a conspiracy theorist kind of, vibe of what you think is real or not, or you know, what you feel is going on, or it's just like you're in complete total freak out mode, like just for the uncertainty and all the things that's going to happen. The one thing that I think we all can agree upon is the fact that things have freaking changed. Like life has changed. Nothing is the same for anybody, not even your kids. I was just thinking about how like my, I had my great nephew born um, a couple weeks ago. And so, um, I have over 21 nieces and nephews, like it's hard to keep up count. And sometimes I forget certain ones on accident, you know, just like, it's just so many freaking kids in my family. It's insane. None of them are mine, thankfully. (laughs) But when, when I look at, um, you know, just like that, it's like my oldest nieces and nephews are now old enough to have their own kids. It's like, it's, it's really a, it's a, it is such a warm feeling and it feels so good. And so finally, you know, got the picture, obviously can't be there and can't share in that experience of my great nephew being born. But it's like, yeah, man, I'm a great auntie now, you know, life is, is, is like transitioning. Like, you know, I remember my great aunties and stuff like that. And so like things is different though. Like the fact that, the dads can't be there when their, their, their wives are, are giving birth to their children. You know, it's like, it's, it's crazy. I don't think we've ever experienced a time, not in my lifetime anyway, that like where you could not go to the hospital with your family, like they won't even let you stay. Like they may limit, you know, already, but it's like, good grief. Like, I think we're all at the point though. Like we can all agree things are very different. So what does that mean for us when we're trying to adjust for our video content marketing strategy? And it's honestly, it's just coming to the realization, whatever you were doing before no longer works. The quicker that you can understand that and realize that the better you off you will be. And if you're not the decision maker, the, the, the more that that decision maker whomever it is, uh, that you're working with or working for, the sooner they realize that the better your business will be. We're going through one of those shifts where we're like, if you think about 10 plus years ago, you didn't have companies like Uber, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, you know, like you, these companies didn't exist. Now look at the pillars of, of what they are and they do, and they're here and they're not just around, they're freaking thriving and driving the economy and driving communication and just all of that. Whereas before it didn't exist. You know, the Netflix of the world did not exist, but you had powerhouse companies like the blockbusters, like the circuit cities and so forth. And now those companies are faint memories. And so it was times like these, you know, radical shifts in ideas, radical shifts in the market, radical shifts in the economy that shifted the way we chose to do business, the way we chose to receive information, and the way we prefer to now move forward and make decisions. And companies that don't recognize that find themselves on the chopping block very quickly more than any um, financial setbacks ever, you know, just all, if everything was fine, could do. And so we're seeing that now with, you know, companies like Gold's Gym, that's been like, like a, like a one company for, you know, fitness and stuff like that. And like hardcore fitness people too. So it's just like, and then like they, <laughs> 30 days in, it felt like 45 days max, they were out of here. Like, Hey man, we got, this is a wrap. We can't hang, we can't hang movie theaters. Like, Hey man, we can't, we can't do it. We can't afford a loss. So something was, you know, like their business models already couldn't sustain a change. That's a dangerous place to be. And that's where we don't want to be. So we want to start adjusting our video content marketing now. If you haven't already, you want to adjust that now. When this stuff started kicking off instantly, I saw the need. I'm like, I saw made all these adjustments that I'm going to go through for uh, this episode today and just started diving in and my income has exploded Like seriously, my income in just every area has (laughs) exploded. So the one thing I think that if you're going to be trying to adjust your video content marketing during this whole coronavirus thing to something that works, you need to understand that the pulse of your people has changed. It's just like when you go to the hospital, if you've ever been sick, ever watched a movie or something like that, if somebody is dying, the pulse changes starts to slow until eventually it fades out when somebody's having a heart attack or they're nervous but they're hooked up to the machine or they're getting scared or whatever the pulse changes so as the market shifts and we literally are like in the the midst of it constantly shifting and we don't know we can't predict how this is going to go it's predicated some on our behavior it's predicated some on you know uncertainty and it's just like nobody really knows so the pulse is changing and the one thing we can definitely say is that it definitely sped up in some respects and then it definitely slowed down in other respects in how we're doing things but people are still spending money people are still giving their attention to something which is the number one commodity online is attention and if we're not gaining their attention because we don't know where their what their pulse is, you don't need to predict it. You just need to know what it is right now and how it differs from what it just was. So don't worry about the future so much because it's like right now, everything is uncertain and we don't know. We know at some point it will be a correction and things will even out, whether it's in our lifetime or not, you know, no matter how long it takes, whether it's in another week or not, another month or another year, whatever. The future is not our concern right now, it's the now. And so we know what it was and now we know what it is right now. So you need to take the pulse of your people, your market, and the things that are important to making your business run. The thing, when it comes to your video content marketing is that you need to know how they prefer to, um, how they prefer to receive content right now, because how they prefer to receive content before didn't matter. If your person worked a nine to five corporate job and all of a sudden they got laid off, furloughed or whatever else, like they just got let go and now that is gone, their attention changed, the pulse changed. So now their margin for just what they're able to receive content and whatever it is that you're doing, education entertainment content, whatever the case is, if, if it's some kind of something that's going to be beneficial to them, help them to learn how to do something or improve on something, redirects them back to your business to, you know, after they see the value in whatever it is that you're providing, you need to know how they prefer to receive content right now. Maybe before they wanted their content fast because they didn't have a lot of time. They had to pick the kids up. So, you know, two, three minute message, video of whatever they had time for it. They could sit waiting for the kids to get out of school and watch the videos two, three minutes. Now, everybody's at home. And while they have content that they're deciding to choose for what they want to watch, they now have that leisure time has increased. But now maybe they decided that, you know what? (sighs) I need some help. I need some help. I need to watch this full length tutorial on how to use X, Y, and Z that's 34 minutes long. I I, I need to sit down and dedicate some time to this because the reality of how important them, you know, let's say if you're teaching them how to, uh, create something, let's say you have some kind of financial aspect of your business now more than ever, it's become real important to get their finances in order. Whereas before. It's one of those, I'll get around to it. I'll do that in six months. Now those six months, we don't know what the hell is going to happen in six months. They don't know what the hell is going to happen in six months. All they know, I'm trying to do this now. How can I save $200 right now? I still need to be, you know, they, they, they can't do what they were doing. The post has changed. So how can they, how can you adjusting your content for how they want to receive, receive their information. How can you help them? You need to know, again, and you want to perceive and start looking at your analytics. If you're on YouTube, especially, you can look and see what's happening. What's happening. And so if I look at some of my older videos, look at some of the older analytics, you can see where maybe the watch time was shorter. And now all of a sudden it's longer, you know, because now they have time for it. So it's like, you know what, I could make longer videos. I don't need to, it only needs to be, I only try to make videos as long as they need to be and not anything longer. But it's like, maybe I have additional time to explain this more. Or if you're seeing comments and they're saying like, you know what, I I thought you were going to explain more on how to do X, Y, and Z, you can take the time for it now. Do another video around that. You know, you have time for it now. So now you need to know, like, what do they want? How do they want to receive their information? Because again, their time has changed. It's not just a time thing, but it could be the medium. So maybe they got a lot more podcast-like time. So they want to listen, learn, cut the grass, whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you got this plant in the background somewhere or something like that, that, you know what I'm saying? You can listen, but you can also work or do something. Maybe it's tub time or whatever. So Again, you need to know how are they now wanting to receive your content? So if the if that's like understanding and, you know, translating to the pulse, now we want to jump into the second thing, which is what is their current deep desire? And this is where a lot of companies failed instantly. They, they thought, and they acted on my people believe that nothing's going to change and therefore I need not change. Or my marketing message is so strong. My brand is so strong. I need not change. No, that's one of the biggest failure points that I saw in a lot of, a lot of brand name, big name. And I'm not talking about like a Walmart. I'm talking about like, if you're in the online video, not video marketing, but the online marketing world. I saw a lot of uh, successful, quote unquote, successful entrepreneurs making stupid mistakes, assuming the deep desire didn't change. Because as soon as this stuff hit, people started losing their jobs. The first thing that people wanted to know was security for their family. The hell with this job. But I need to understand for real, how am I going to take care of my family? Because if you can't feed your kids because your kids at least aren't going to school to get the meals. And even still, there's a risk if you take them to you know, whatever bus stop area or something to get food. Like now it's like, a, especially like people start freaking out early. It was a hunt for food. I, I'm looking like, what the hell? I don't buy groceries like that. I like to eat out and have dinners and stuff like that. So, you know, it's like the, just those first couple of weeks is just like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, whoa. And it, the fact that the toilet paper tissue, toilet tissue thing is just beyond me right now, <laughs> beyond freaking me but their current but, but your ideal audience your ideal viewer their current deep desire has changed but what has it changed to so again like you have to think for your specific business and the way that you were communicating information and the way and the t- kinds of videos that you were making it was to address a pain point point. and i've talked about this before and i've i've mentioned like especially i um, learning this from, from Ray Edwards, the amazing, great copywriter, Ray Edwards. Um, you can check out his book, how to write copy that sells. And he talks about the pastor framework and that pastor framework, that P stands for person, problem, and pain. If you don't understand the person that you're trying to reach, the problem that they're having and their current pain point, the current pain point, not just some of them or a list of them, because somebody that is overweight, having a heart attack and, uh, you know, got their shoes on backwards, you know, (laughs) and they can't walk straight because they were disoriented when they put their shoes on. It's just like you trying to help that person and explain to them about shoelaces. And here's what they're having a heart attack. That is not their primary pain point. It's an annoyance. It's something that may need to be fixed. But it's not something that they focus on right now. They like heart attack stuff right now. Fix, help everybody nine one one. You know, like that's their current pain point. So their deep desire has to be focused on that current pain point. So depending on what your market is doing, depending on where your your customer has shifted to, again, what where their pulse is, what they how they prefer to receive their content, and how that's that's changed, their desire changed too. So when I think about my business and I think about the content that I create on YouTube, I, my whole message is helping you simplify the video creation process to reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you to need you the most. And so whether that's a video tech kind of a tip or a video marketing kind of a chip tip, I do both on the channel. The deep desire though, is not about lenses. The deep desire is not about lights. The deep desire is not about microphone, microphones at all. You know what I'm saying? It's about now live streaming, live streaming software, and then the tools around the live streaming and how to effectively do that. So still around my ultimate message and the things that I can help them with and things that I have years now of experience doing, but if I talked about lights right now and it and I gave no reference or relevance to how that can help them with their current pain point. They don't care. Instantly, I shifted my message. I had interviews planned, counseled it with all the people. And it's just like, and I'm, and I'm even thinking now, it's like, I don't know how to even <laughs> in the moment, re-invite them. And I may not during right now, because it's not relevant at one author known for like Amazon bestseller books and I had another one, uh, supposed to be bringing on about, um, doing video and maybe, you know, could add on their live streaming for churches. I'm speaking to entrepreneurs right now though. Yeah. It's some pastors, some nonprofits and stuff like that in my community, but it's not enough to make that, that video supersede other ones that I'm currently doing. And like I spent all day recording content today and I'm exhausted, freaking exhausted. But it's like, the thing is though, those videos take precedence over any interview that I would have had. That's not really relevant to their current pain point, the current pulse, the current deep desire, the current way that my audience prefers to see, rec- prefers to receive information right now. They don't care not about writing a book right now. They Some of them might, it's not significant enough that it will serve the whole. So you got to know your specific audience's deep desires. So you, and then you also want to take into account, like, how can you help them meet that that deep desire through your content. So adjusting your video content, like the marketing strategy right now, you need to now shift so that you can help them with their current deep desire through your content. If your content is not changing, you're not adapting your videos, you're not adapting your headlines, you're not adapting your email, like you're not adapting to like, you're just pretending like, which is a huge mistake a lot of companies made. Just pretending like nothing was going to happen. It's still like the fact that last month it was still companies that was like, in June, we're going to have this event. No, the hell you aren't. And even still like the trust as a whole for most people wouldn't be there. Because even if they said, okay, it's it's safe to go back outside now and nothing else to suggest you know, it quote unquote being safe, then it's just people like, yeah, all right, y'all go out there and find out now. So I'm waiting to see what happens, (laughs) you know? So it's just like, people were still advertising like, no, 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 it'll be fine by June. And it's just like, again, you are currently overlooking their current deep desire and what they wanted. You're now going back into not understanding the first point, which was the pulses change. Because to the audience, to the viewer, that makes them feel like you're ignoring them. You you know what? You really don't care about what I'm afraid of or what I'm concerned about or this, that, or whatever. And then it's just like, people are like, you know what? I want a refund on my ticket because clearly you don't understand me. You know, you're not offering a virtual thing. You're not offering anything. You're not, you know, re- rescheduling for next year. Like, you, you're not doing anything to help me. So you know what I'm going to do? You're not trying to help me through your content, through whatever, to meet my needs and my deep desires, understanding that my post has changed and how I would prefer to receive content, which is not a live freaking event right now, but, or even to say next month, like in May, which is a couple days away that I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like it's no, give my money back. So, you know, it's like entrepreneurs are seeing that shift. And then the other thing is like redirecting for growth to happen, to adjust your content marketing strategy with your videos, you do want to start redirecting for elements of growth financially as well, not just like in views or subscribers or whatever, but like in growth, you know, so, um, I had a comment that I featured on my uh, Instagram stories the other day about how I got this comment and it wasn't like to rag on this person at all. I just wanted to use it as a teachable moment because again, the pulse has changed. I now have a bunch of people not only coming to my channel to learn about video, but they're also in that space, in that realm, like, man, we need to create some digital assets and we need to build a YouTube channel. So the videos have to live somewhere and we need to reach a wider audience. We need to connect deeper with the current audience that we have. All of my messaging in a nutshell, right? So, um, so I left a comment about how, you know, it's like a six minute video and he was like, you know, um, I would have just preferred if it was like three minutes and blah, blah, blah. And so, um, it wasn't like that harsh and, and super rude, kind of had a little twang to it, but <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, this is so stupid. I hate, it wasn't like that. So, but blocked that person's, uh, name out and showed the comment and then took that, the audience in my community along explaining like what my response was. And so if I pull that, uh, information back up just to kind of read it to you real quick so that you can see, um, and, or just not, <laughs> obviously you can't see cause we're not recording this one, but so that you can hear what was going on, uh, in that. I think, like, I, I think the thing like that, that I loved about this was that it was a great, teachable moment. So this is what the comment says it says, distilled down your videos on Ecamm live are informative, informative, useful, and I've watched and liked several of them, but I apologize if this sounds mansplaining, <laughs> there are a lot of extraneous words. For example, this video could have easily been less than three minutes, less than half of its current length, modest suggestion. Don't spend hundreds of words speculating about why I want to learn something or Uh, if it's important, which is clearly, it must be, if you have taken the time to do a video about it, show me what I need to know. Give me your take on it. Wrap it up. You will get more views. Now, the very next post said my reply, which was this, I can respect that and I can understand where you're coming from, but I'd have to disagree because I know who I'm creating my content for and why I format them the way that I do. If I was creating videos solely for views or more subscribers only, I take a different approach, but that's not my aim to just run through the information for the sake of covering bullet points per se. Got to know who you're serving. And I've created enough content to know what my ideal audience members prefer that translates to business and income that serves them versus just for views for the, just, excuse me, Versus just for views for the sake of some YouTube pennies. So I hear you, but I'm creating my videos with intentionality. I appreciate your comment though. The very next thing showed, um, and all this again, was on my Instagram stories. It showed my analytics and you can go to my, it'll say YouTube channel on my highlight at Diana Gladney, which is my Instagram. If you want to see this for yourself. Um, Yeah. You just click on the YouTube channel highlight on my profile and you can see uh, a replay of the stories. And so I took a screenshot of my analytics, which show like in the past 48 hours, the video that he was referring to above anything else, uh, as far as the last four to five videos that I posted, um, including live streams, which is most of them was that this video had 345, uh, views just within the last 48 hours comparative to where other ones had like 27, 9, and two. So the video was absolutely crushing and I took a screenshot of one of my passive income sources, uh, that show, um, that it was currently a thousand and five dollars. And this is just one income source tied to the video. And I stated this, I make this point because as I've stated before in previous Instagram posts, your reason why behind being on YouTube has to be bigger than views and subscribers. Someone can look at views and subscribers and prejudge not knowing any better. This person had 28 subscribers, but my reply would be the same if they had 28,000. You have to know who your content is serving. Your content is supposed to both attract and repel. That's why you define your ideal viewer and customer. It does work. Don't get distracted if you're building a channel. Build and speak to your ideal viewer and adjust for them, not for views. And then I went on to give a further example and uh, it says so when do you alter your messaging or your approach based on a comment and i took a screenshot of a comment that i got over a year ago it says when you get a comment like this and a young lady entrepreneur business owner that is my ideal audience member stated i love your videos but i always get lost in the tech talk i just want to know is the camera good for filming lol and i said This one comment positively impacted my channel since it was posted. The difference is she is my ideal viewer and customer. And she gave me the exact point where the content was falling flat for her. Too much technical jargon jargon that did not help her make confident decisions when creating content as an entrepreneur. So I, I mentioned and took a screenshot of my headline, which I've stated just now, which is shortly after that. I changed my headline to Video Simplified for Busy Entrepreneurs, Helping You Move Your Vision Forward Using Video. And I changed how I taught at technical aspects of learning video for entrepreneurs. And I stated, that's the difference. And I did a quote by the great Dr. Fred Jones, says the most expensive thing that you could ever pay for is attention to the wrong people. Now I read all that to you, not for the sake of just so you could hear the stories, uh, post, but to understand how relevant and critical that is redirecting for growth, not for views and subscribers. And I make this critical, uh, example in this episode, because the thing is, if you don't change you will adjust for stupid stuff like views and subscribers and you'll still be broke. You still won't have your income increasing. And that doesn't necessarily mean through quote unquote, YouTube money, because even that has increased. And then the YouTube affiliate thing has, you know, changed as far as um, them adjusting their fees for the affiliate program. And that still is increasing. So it's like, again, readjusting for growth for the growth of your business, for the growth of your email list. Like I said, my stuff has exploded. So this that I'm saying is not just some random ideas. It's actual stuff that's, that's working for me. Like I'm applying this stuff right now. So if you're doing your content and your marketing the same way, you're asking for them to ignore you. Cause if I made videos for the guy who commented, he's like, oh, you should do this, you'll get more views, bro it's like, first of all, it's like, I always check that person's account and stuff like that for relevance. Because again, I don't care who's saying something. It's like, I want to see according to whom I will ask people this all the time. Well, you know, people say you should do this. And it's like, according to whom, who are these people? Who are these credible sources that you're telling me to listen to? Otherwise I am not listening to you. I am not listening to you at all. And until you can let me know, like, who is this credible source and the reasons for why you're giving any advice on what you're talking about, I am not listening to you at all. So again, it's like adjusting for the wrong people that you're listening to, whether whether you're just assuming that things are not changing and you're listening to old client and old customer uh, or previous customer's experience. is just as bad as listening to somebody that don't know anything about what you're doing assuming, you know what I'm saying, like things haven't changed, you'll be fine. You'll get, yeah, it's like I could listen to that guy and get more views and be broke because you know why I did not adjust my content to redirect to the pulse of my people. That's the difference. So if your content marketing is the same as before, you are asking them to ignore you. You're asking them to ignore you. Because it goes back to that thing. You're not recognizing their post. You're not hitting on their current pain point. I know the confusion that my people are experiencing. I know the frustration that they're going through. Cause I've been there. I know the things that are confusing to them and how to re-explain it to them in a way that makes sense, that can take the other videos that are even being posted on YouTube, the other blogs and stuff like that. And it's like, I keep hearing this, I don't know what to believe. And they leave that comment and it's just like, and I can, and I know, here's, I know, I understand your pain. Here's what's happening. The other video that you saw was explaining this for, let's say, landscape photographers. That doesn't apply to video. And here's why. And blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, thank you. If your content isn't giving relief to the people, what is it doing? What purpose is it serving? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it supposed to do? Supposed to educate. It's supposed to entertain. What is your content supposed to do? So if you're if you're not adjusting it for that current pain point that they're having right now, it's going to fall flat and they're going to ignore you. We have to understand that we're in a new economy right now. Life after COVID um, means that we're going to have to adjust for new customer journeys that are being carved out right now. And so, in all of this recognizing that things are different. We don't know what's next. We can only plan as best as we can. We have to adjust. That means staying fluid. That means being able to adapt. And that means realizing that the thing that you worked hard on, or this thing that you invested a ton of money in may have to all go to the trash. All near about all of the videos that I had recorded before coronavirus, I deleted on a memory card or in editing to be uploaded, gone. So it didn't matter how much, how much I worked to get, you know, the angles right. It didn't matter how much I worked to get the audio right or waiting a specific day. So, you know, I didn't have, uh, you know, when, when the military does a bunch of stuff and it's just like, they're making a bunch of noise, you know, it's just like it didn't, didn't none of those things mattered anymore. If, but if I published those videos because oh man been already recording, I might, might as well, it wasn't going to serve them because their pulse had changed. Their pain point had changed. This was no longer going to address a deep desire that they had. They don't care. Now can I reframe that information to a way that they would care? It would address a pain point. It would speak to their pulse. Just packaging it very differently. absolutely freaking lutely The difference between cheap ground beef that's like in those tubes at Walmart or whatever versus grass-fed beef that you can get from like a Trader Joe's. It's the packaging. It's how well it's treated. It's how what, you know what I'm saying? What's going into it? The, both people want a cheeseburger out of that. You know, both people want a cheeseburger, but the value that it has to bring to them, it's going to be coming from the packaging. They're looking and they're reading the label. What's included? What's this person that may be buying the tube stuff or whatever, doesn't have the same concerns as the person that's looking for specific grass fed, this specific lean amount and all this extra other stuff. They both want cheeseburgers. The value is going to bring to them, maybe the same amount of joy, but the packaging is important to them because it's based on how they prefer to receive what they're trying to do for the value that they perceive for it to have. So if you're not adjusting your stuff to gr- for growth, you're still like for the people that want, you know, uh, this grass fed beef, amazing stuff. And you're trying to give them a tube of the, like, it could be literally the same meat on the inside, but it's in a tube. And that's just like, for whatever reason, they had a bad experience from that kind of a thing. They will never even look at it. You're asking them to ignore you. So when we think about that, um, like in the next episode, we'll talk about like how to you know, adjust for your customer's journey. It's going to be new. It's going to be different with decisions that they would have made before. It's not the same the way, you know, the routes that they would have taken and how they spend money. It's not going to be the same. And so this is going to require you to do some research. It's going to require you to, again, take the pulse, get the vital signs for where your people are, what problems are they having in their current pain point? Because as things continue to shift and change, if we don't adapt our business models to do the same thing in our content and how our video content marketing strategy should feed our business is just going to fall flat. So that's why I'm going to leave it for uh, today's video simplified podcast. Real quick, I want to let you know that um, I am not uh, bringing back the um, Entree Chats Daily Morning Show on Instagram Live. I'm not even doing it uh, via audio. Because again, guess what? The pulse has changed. And so uh, my full focus right now is going to be on my YouTube channel on Entree Women TV. And it is going to be on uh, the podcast here. And so we'll be bringing messages here and things like that, uh, as well as different interviews and stuff like that I have. So the interview, not interview, but the podcast feed will cons- remain, remain consistent. Um, but again, it's like I needed to, I needed to wait versus just like you know, I I needed to adjust. And so it took some time to get those vital signs. And I'm like, you know what? This is not serving and not going to serve well right now. I need to adjust for the videos and do the tutorials and the things of how they prefer, prefer to receive information. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to stick to a Monday episode. This one's coming out on a different day, but we'll go back to our regular posting schedules on Monday at 5 a.m. Central Standard Time. We can expect this episode or not th- this episode, but these podcasts for the video simplified podcast. Um, to go live, if things change, we'll adapt and adjust. But for right now, we'll go back to just the video Simplify podcast and we will sunset yet again, (laughs) the Entree chats daily morning show. So I'm going to miss it. But, um, at the same time again, adapt and change. So, uh, next episode, we'll be talking about adjusting to your customer's journey. Um, but with that guys, live with passion and I'll see you on the next episode of the video simplified podcast, stay safe. And as always, I love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for checking out today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that you heard. And if you did make sure you leave a rating or review in your favorite podcast player. And I do read and check all of those. So it'd be greatly appreciate it. But more than that, leave a message. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Diana Gladney and let me know your thoughts. If you want it published, we can do that. If not, I'll listen to it and just hold it close and near and dear to my heart. But otherwise guys, make sure you subscribe to Entree Women TV if you want more video tips and things like such as. But otherwise guys, I will see you on the next episode on the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care and as always, live with passion.